0: I've pulled together, um, I want us to actually look at this topic of peace um, before we um, get into our baptisms. Um, my, my little title is Finding Peace in a World That Is Full of Conflict and Chaos. And I was like, oh, Josh, that's a big topic to chew off. Um, it scares me a little bit, but it resonates with me. It sits with me this understanding that um, we need to find peace in a world that um, may look like it is very unpeaceful. Now, before we dive uh, too far into how to find peace in this place, um, I just want to acknowledge the reality of this world that we do live in. There's some personal struggles that people have. There's global conflict. Uh, We're surrounded by challenges that can easily steal our peace. It's crucial for us to recognize that peace doesn't mean the absence of conflict, but it's rather the presence of tranquility in the midst of it. So in personal turmoil, we encounter these personal challenges in our lives, Uh, maybe financial difficulties, uh, health issues, uh, strained relationships. These struggles can create a storm within us, disrupting our inner peace. And just beyond our personal lives, if we look at the world that we live in, uh, man, we can see the global conflict that is going on, not only with war, but with political tensions, social injustice. Our world is overwhelmed with the sense of conflict and disrupt. And man, it can get us overwhelmed and disheartened. Life can be like a storm. Between work and school, between our relationships and all the challenges that we face, it's easy to be overwhelmed. But this Advent season, it reminds us that peace is not the absence of conflict, again. It is a deep sense of calm and assurance that comes from a relationship with Jesus. Isn't that awesome? Um, We get to celebrate um, Christmas, we get to have our Advent calendar split into two this week. uh, Next week it's going to transform again, I've loved this, it's like a transforming Advent calendar. And we get to, um, I get to pull something out of this box this morning, which for me represents um, a sense of peace. So here we go. Um, I'm on number 10, I figured out where it was, which is really cool. Um, It was on the bottom of the stack and I had to kind of rearrange so I could put it on the top. Right, what have we got in here this morning? I was hoping for chocolate, but no. Um, So this morning I have some pretty lights. For me, uh, when I look at lights, I see a sense of peace. There's this calmness that comes um, for me seeing Christmas lights, the beautifulness of them and the decoration that they have um, I thought it would be a good idea, Christmas is at my house this year, and I thought it would be a good idea to decorate my house a little bit. So I went to the warehouse, 50% off sale, thank you warehouse, and I bought a, um, the, I'm not plugged to advertise, we used to work for them but I'm not plugged to advertise them, um, I hope I don't get taken down on YouTube or something for plugging adverts or something, no we're okay. Hey. Um, So these lights uh, are something that brings me calm. I thought I'd decorate my house. So I went to the warehouse and I bought a a string of 17 metres worth of lights. Um, And I was like, this is cool, what am I going to do with one 17 metre string? So I I sort of thought, oh no, I'll just put it around the TV and place it around, it'll be really cool. And I did that. And it was really cool until I discovered that my four year old also liked Christmas lights. And my uh, 10-month-old, who's now trying to um, pull up and crawl on things, also liked Christmas lights. So um, we made a, a quick turn um, from there. And I hung these Christmas lights um, from one corner of um, my lounge and kitchen all the way around my house, um, almost, almost in a 360-degree thing. And I was like, this is cool. They were colored lights like these ones. Um, what I didn't know when I bought the lights, um, oh, I turned them on. Turn the lights on, and I was like, this is cool. I waited till dark, and I was like, turn them on. Yeah, cool, this is peaceful. It's like there's just this hue that happens when Christmas lights are on that that just brings peace to me. What I didn't realize, just like these lights, is they have a whole bunch of different settings on them. Um, And my four-year-old's favorite setting is almost like a strobe light. Uh, where he, in the dark, he turns the lights on and they go flash, 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 and I'm sitting there going, it doesn't bring me peace. It doesn't bring me peace at all. Um, and so for me, um, we've now moved with a plugger so that he can't access it all the time, which is um, a smart parent thing to do. But these lights bring me back to um, when they're in a nice, calm Nice setting like this. It brings you back to the tranquilness of Jesus and the light of the world that He is to us. Um, and I love Christmas lights. Just gonna, sorry, Mary I'm just going to put these down here for this morning because I love Christmas lights. Um, I just do want to acknowledge Marianne. Doesn't our stage set look cool? Um, and again, next, next week it's gonna look different again, so we just want to acknowledge um, Marianne and John for the amazing work that they do um, in this place. Um, actually, while I'm on that topic um, of acknowledging John and Marianne, did you know, so Sasha, who used to be on staff here, did you know that John and Marianne um, felt it in their heart to go and to um, bless Sasha this Christmas. And so they went and designed the stage set at Henderson Baptist for Sasha. Isn't that amazing? Um, Yeah, Sasha's life has been a bit uh, bit in turmoil and... um, uh, as a sole pastor that happens um, unfortunately in the life of a church and the busy seasons come and they don't have the people to rely on um, staff around her and Marianne and John blessed her and brought her a sense of peace. Isn't that amazing? So thank you, John and Marianne. i want to share from Isaiah this morning, um, Isaiah 9 verse 6, I love this. For unto us a child is born, And the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. It's a prophecy about the birth of Jesus. It emphasizes uh, not only his coming, but the nature of his role of this anticipated child. Uh, For unto us a child is born, a son is given. This passage suggests the miraculous birth of Jesus uh, and his divinely, um, his divinely gift to humanity. And the government will be on his shoulders. This indicates that the child will be a great responsibility in governing and ruling. And we see that in the life of Jesus. The metaphor of the government brings um, and suggests Jesus' power and authority. And he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. These titles describe the attributes of Jesus. His wisdom, wonderful counselor suggests his wisdom beyond guidance and his understanding. Mighty God uh, indicates his divine power and his deity. Everlasting Father suggests the eternal, timeless, fatherly care and love. And Prince of Peace implies a leader who will bring peace. In our world, peace is often associated, associated, again, with the absence of conflict. However, God's peace goes beyond, beyond circumstances. It's the internal peace that remains steadfast, even in the midst of challenges. Jesus offers a peace the world cannot give. Let's take a moment to just reflect on our own life Where do you currently find peace? Is it in the accomplishments that we have? Is it in friendships? Is it in our relationships? Or is it in something else? See, for me it's hard. I look at the world we live in and I see chaos. I look at our community and parts of our community um, that I'm involved in are so busy with schools um, and and the church and it's fast paced and the community is growing. I look into my home and I have two kids under five, which is so amazing and so fun, but it is so loud and it is so unpredictable, never knowing what is around the corner That's not peace. True peace, however, as we learn this morning from our Advent, is found in a personal relationship with Jesus, the Prince of Peace. In our everyday lives, uh, we can experience and share peace. It starts with putting into practice what we've been talking about over the last few weeks, prayer, spending time in God's Word and cultivating a relationship with Jesus. When we do those things, we will have peace. And the second is, how do we share peace? Can we be agents of peace? How do we do this? If we do this by treating others with kindness, with forgiveness and with understanding. It's amazing how a kind word can bring peace to somebody else. I saw a young man struggling in the supermarket counter. I think he must have had his mum's f postcard card and he couldn't remember the pin number. He was getting very worked up. Uh, the checkout person says, hey, you're just going to have to leave this stuff and come back. You know, go and get the pin from your mum and come back. Um, And I spoke, it's all right, mate, i got this one for you. And I placed my card over the reader and wished him a happy day. (laughs) Sorry. Um, You know, it's not a big thing. He had about six items. Uh, I could see the turmoil in this young man's life. Um, And my simple act brought around some peace for him in that moment. As I walked back to the car, I was stopped by his dad. He says, thank you for being so kind to my son. Um, then we had a conversation around how he can pay me back and I was like, don't worry about that, that's all good. Um, now, I didn't do this for the reward. I didn't do this for the kind words or, a, or an applause from the, the congregation. I didn't even do it to um, have an illustration for a sermon. Um, Although it worked out quite well. (laughs) But I did it because I chose to be kind. To look for moments to be kind in a world that is chaotic isn't always easy to do. But when we do do that and we look for the moments to be kind to those around us, a kind word to a checkout person who looks uh, bothered because they've just served 400 people at Pack and Save, all with $400 or $700 worth of food. For the person at the warehouse who's who's, um, searched for that one toy for one person 700 times because they couldn't find it on the shelf. For our neighbours, for those we may not like so much. I think God is calling us to look for moments to be kind so that we may be agents of peace in our world. As I finish this morning, finding peace in a world filled with war, with struggle, is undoubtedly a challenge. But it's not impossible, church. By grounding ourselves in our faith, Cultivating our relationship with Jesus and actively pursuing um, peace by being kind. We can become beacons of hope and tranquility in a world that so desperately needs it. As we leave today, may we carry with us the courage to seek and to share peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. As we move through this Advent season, let's focus on the true source of peace the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. May his peace fill your hearts and calm your storms and guide you through the challenges of life. Remember, true peace is not a season. It's a person. It's Jesus. Let's pray together. Dear God, as we refrain from lighting the candle of peace this season of Advent, help us to remember the gift of peace that Jesus brings. We pray for peace in our hearts, that we may share kindness and love with others. We pray for peace in our homes, that families may be filled with laughter and understanding. We pray for peace in our schools and our workplaces, that friendships may grow and learning and work may be joyful. We pray for peace in our world, that all children may play without fear and everyone can live in harmony. Thank you, God, for the gift of Jesus, our wonderful Saviour and Prince of Peace. Amen.